0: Good evening, everybody. This is Daniel from No Pain, No Spain coming to you on a Sunday night prior to the first day of school of my son tomorrow. And uh, me, as a lot of other parents, are probably freaking the fuck out. But let's see how that ends. We're gonna give it a try tomorrow since I'm gonna give you some news since now I'm jobless. Yep. Got kicked out of the job. It will be solved somehow legally, but I got kicked out of my job. My fabulous job gone to hell. Anyways, those are mere uh, little things. So uh, since I don't have a job anymore, now I will be able to not fully care for my kid, but at least not have him spend the whole day at school and we'll pick him up at 12:30 uh, so i'm looking forward to that really am spend some quality time with him still have to solve some shit in the morning but anyway so so uh we are freaking out for the first day of school cuz uh, the government has as always made a lot of plans and a lot of mm, protocols and 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 uh conveniences for all other Mm -hmm. businesses in society for bars, restaurants for shops, for this but they have not even touched the educational protocol so it's uh, they have left somehow all schools to choose by their own but anyways, okay so it's Sunday night it is very warm it's been very warm I just put my little kid to sleep and it's my time for me to chill out and record this. You might have heard in the beginning of this podcast uh, <laughs> a snippet of uh, Tres Patines. Those of you from South America will... Uh, most Well, if, if, especially if you're from Cuba, I know it's not South America, but Tres Patines was a comedian from um, from the 30s, 40s, 50s. Uh, in Cuba, before uh, the Cuban Revolution, and he was, he was kind of right-winged guy, but goddamn, that motherfucker was funny as fuck. So if you speak Spanish and you want to hear some timeless, I mean timeless, quality comedy, do look up Tres Patines, La Tremenda Corte. José Candelario, Tres Patines, and I have a, uh, a story about it. Many years ago, I worked as a, as uh red cross Mm. well uh, it's kind of a long story because we uh my ex-partner and i we took the the rescue course from the red cross over lifesavers i am officially a lifesaver i couldn't save my life but i'll try and save yours but we also took a, a daycare course and we were sent to uh to uh, to a place where old people were, you know, belonging to the government, and most of these uh, uh, old people were in catatonic state, and uh, Red Cross, believing that we were trained for it, they sent us there. Uh, we weren't specifically trained for that, but since they had no one else to send, well, they sent me and her, and so we... It was four of us working, it was here in, in Gracia, in the neighborhood of Gracia in Barcelona. So one of the ladies was very old at that time, uh, the, the late 90s, and she had migrated from Cuba in the 40s to Spain. And She had married uh, a Spanish guy and she had lived most of her life here, and she was completely catatonic, she was senile, she could, you know, she couldn't, poor woman, and, uh, but it was one of the ladies I used to take care of, uh, there were three of them who were able to still chat and stuff, and I used to take them to the local, to the bar in the corner, so they could have their, <laughs> their pastries, and fuck it, yeah, fuck, what are you going to do at 90-something, go on a diet, fuck it, what do you want? Anything, Anyways, but this Cuban lady, I didn't know she was Cuban because she didn't speak. She was just staring at the distance. And so I used to stay with her and I used to read, you know, and try to massage her hands and her legs. Well, anyways, the usual stuff until I don't remember how someone said, oh, well, no, you know, she came from Cuba. She migrated this and that and blah, blah, blah. And I said, oh, Cuba, what, what year? Well, in the 1940s, late 40s, early 50s shit, so I turned to her. She had a very beautiful name. She was a very beautiful lady, very very white, very kind face and sweet eyes. Very nice lady. She must have been a killer when she was younger. Uh, don't mark me as a pervert. I'm just trying to be nice. So um, I can't remember her name, but let's say her name was Clara. It was something of the, of the sort, so... I said, well, fuck it, let's give it a try. So I said, Clara, Clara, can you hear me? So she, she raised her, so her eyes and she looked at me, but you could see there was nothing there. You know, she was, So I, I, I said, so you're Cuban. And she just kept staring at me. And I, and I remember saying to her, A la reja, which is what Tres Patines used to say in, in his uh, radio show. And I said, Leopoldo Fernandez, And for a few seconds, her eyes opened, completely opened, and she looked at me like I was something from the past, like I was, like I was an angel. She freaked the fuck out of me, but she looked at me, and she said, yes, Leopoldo used to be a friend of my husband, and I said, really, Leopoldo Fernandez, Tres Patines? She goes, yes, he used to come to our house many times, and he was a great guy. I said, fuck, tell me more. And then she shut off again. But a couple of nurses who were there, they looked at me like, dude, (laughs) she hasn't spoken. She hasn't said anything in years, in years. This is the first time we hear her. React to anything, so it 's funny how the mind works isn 't it and that 's why I put uh, that recording in the beginning because uh, it 's very symbolic to me Trespatines was gave me those five seconds, five, ten seconds of communication with someone who was gone, completely gone this was this was at least twenty years ago, so I bet she 's gone by now, but I'm glad I triggered something In, in her little brain some, some past memory I don't know whether that's true or not What she said, I hope it is But in the way she said it And I mean the whole reaction of how she said it Fuck It was one of those moments And, uh, and that's what Comedy Does to people Oh uh, it's it's it's. Um, I truly believe that uh, comedy is something that has not only helped our evolution, but was primordial to our evolution. The fact of being able to laugh at situations, the fact of being able to laugh at yourself, and that's what created. That's what. That's part of what created the the gatherings, the social structures. The, the um, because it's. Um, I, I believe that that what created, what really created social social groups is, not common goals, also. But yeah, not not common goals or you know, hunting and gathering or being able to have to um, organize the huntings and get the food or take care of the kids, but. The, the, the ability to gossip, the ability to talk about other people, to have opinions about other people, to have, to have a, an idea of who you could trust and who you could not trust and who you could be with and who could you go hunting with and, and who could you laugh at or be laughed at. And throughout time, that's been our... If you remember the, the book uh, The Name of the Rose or even the movie... You know, the whole idea was that m- laughing was the devil's tool, because according to the monks, you know, monkeys laughed. So we weren't monkeys, so we weren't allowed to laugh, where well, it's the opposite. Monkeys don't laugh. We're the only animal that does laugh. And we laugh at situations. We laugh cynically, we laugh humiliatingly, we laugh healthy, we make fun of People. we make fun of situations we get the grotesque and the tragedy and transform it into <laughs> laughing matter and that's what's gotten us through a lot of the situations you know uh, myself I um, I love comedy I've been an enthusiast ent- of comedy for my whole life I clearly remember clearly clearly remember being listening to the radio to tres patines when i was five or six years old and and, and laughing my ass off when i was five because we were i remember the place so i must have been five at the most and i'm 52 now and i hear it and i still laugh my head off of things that i've already heard a million times but they are so so pure and so so much the essence of of what comedy is of of ridiculing, of uh, of exaggerating patterns, and uh, there's a, there's a whole line of comedy that 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 has um, evolved very strongly, and I have to give it to the Anglo Saxons and mostly to the Americans, but uh, the, the the British also. But the Anglo Saxons, I don't know what they have, but they have this ability to create comedy in such a way that it's so I mean, if you, if, you, if you go back to the 50s and 60s and you listen to Lenny Bruce, that's... I mean, you, you have to listen to that kind of comedy taking into context the time it was done because it's very easy to judge from our perspective. You know, it's very easy to, to ridicule and to, and to find it somehow too clean or too... Because now we're used to all this foul language and stuff. But uh, he wasn't clean at all. But but, but still, it, it, when, when you hear things like Tres Patines, like Lenny Bruce, like Richard Pryor, like George Carlin, like uh, Bill Hicks, people from... Some some of them from long ago, some of them from not too long ago, but you have to hear it within the context. And this is why, let me make a small parenthesis of of um, of how much I argue with people who say they don't like the Beatles. Well, it'll be a surprise for you, but there is no human way you can not like the Beatles. You do like the Beatles, even if you don't like the Beatles. You know, there is no way of not liking the Beatles, forget it. No, no, uh, universally, cosmologically possible to not like the Beatles, and I'll tell you why. First of all, because it is thanks to what they did, how they did it, and when they did it, that we have what we have now in music. Okay? Uh, You have to listen to the Beatles and go back. What was there before the Beatles, and that's when you will recognize that you cannot not like the Beatles, because the transformation that they made was everything. So this happens in comedy too, so you, 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 there are certain comedians in which you have to go back and like Lenny Bruce, again, he was, he was a Jewish guy who was taken to jail for, for, for the comedy that he did and, um, and when you listen to it you go, well, see, sí, eh, eh. but no. <laughs> First of all, he was one of the smartest persons to ever live because comedy is attached to intelligence. If you see a funny guy, if you see a smart guy probably he's, he's got a higher than average intelligence because he is able to see further, he is able to bring that, 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 that um, um, sporadic fragmented information and bring it into one line or one concept <laughs> and still being able to do a punchline out of that concept. That's, that's a talent, man. That's, that's unique. And dumb people cannot do that. And it's very easy to recognize dumb comedians. Because uh, comedians, for me, comedy is not telling jokes. Okay? Telling jokes is an art, I agree. And that's what Spanish people do. They're very good at telling jokes. But a joke is a joke. A joke is written. And you may have some kind of, <clears throat> um, well, some kind of spark to say it, you have an accent or something so it becomes funny, but it's a joke, it's already written, somebody wrote it or somebody said it and you're just repeating it in a different way. Well, comedy is different. Comedy is a dialogue. Comedy is making you see what you don't want to see in a ridiculous way and portraying it as a ridiculous thing. That's what comedy is. Lenny Bruce, George Carlin, Richard Pryor. them, Richard Pryor, man. Fuck. Even Eddie Murphy. Forget about the Eddie Murphy of today. Forget it. It's not him. It's, it's, it can't be him. It, they, 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 they change it. Something they genetically modify them. It's not him at all. Uh, back in the early 80s, uh, Eddie Murphy did two specials. First one was raw, second one was delirious. Or maybe it's the other way around. Man, whatever. However, those two comedy specials, <laughs> they are they're a must. I mean, you haven't heard them, you haven't seen them. You've missed half of what life is about. Go and see them. Watch George Carlin. If you're a Spanish speaker, listen to Tres Patines go and fucking look up le lutier you want smart humor le lutier is the shit that's another level that's another kind of comedy that's a, that's a situational theatrical comedy which is also timeless which is absurdly smart it's it's of a, of a level of intellectualism that surpasses all but they're able to to go ...to that fucking intellectual mountain... ...gather that... ...complex information... ...and bring it down... ...to simple-minded people like me... ...so that we not only understand it... ...but we laugh at it. That's how genius those fuckers are. Anyways, I'm going to do... um, This this podcast was not meant to be about comedy... Uh, ...it was meant to be about social uh the creation of social of of communities the creation of how humor and uh and you know about this lady this cuban lady who i don't know but i'm practically sure that if i would have mentioned any other uh let's say Cuban actor or, or any other Cuban situation from her time, even the revolution, the Cuban revolution, which she probably lived through and had to escape, I don't know, wouldn't have triggered as much as when I mentioned Leopoldo Fernandez, because it triggered that dopamine, that, 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 that humor, that comfort of comedy the mattress of comfort that comedy provides to us of ridiculing everything we see because after all everything is ridiculous everything we do everything we 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 buy everything we think everything we we believe is ridiculous and that's what comedy is for just for there to remind you at all times don't take that shit too serious because it is ridiculous i'll leave you with that thought guys uh, it's again i said it's sunday and uh, there's one reason i don't like sundays it's because the coffee shop i usually go and sit down and do my readings is closed on sunday evening so that breaks my routine i'm a kind of routine guy but anyways I'm still gonna walk around with my dog a little bit and i uh, hope you enjoyed this podcast if you did please 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 find it in your heart to share it I- Deeply, deeply appreciate it. And uh, keep laughing. That's what it's all about, man. That's what it's all about. Have a good day, guys. Enjoy. Keep safe. I love you guys. Bye-bye.